Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, October 27, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have a bunch of stuff on the docket. Needless to say, I waited until after Amazon reported their earnings, see the reaction to the market before I started the video because I had a sneaking suspicion something was going to happen. Guess what? Something happened. Let's take a look. Let's get the whole kit and caboodle right out of the chute. What's jumping off the page on the daily chart? Well, let's go back to what we discussed yesterday. We talked about the market coming down to check in at or run a test of the most recent breakout area. When talking about this particular daily chart, we were referencing this point over here. The high on this candle is 375.45. So therefore, we were saying somewhere in that neighborhood on a give or take basis. What we said specifically was they can dip into it a little bit, but closing the day above or below that is going to be key for the concept of either another pullback operation, market goes up, it pulls back. Market goes up, it pulls back. We said a general or logical area for the next pullback to see if the market can hold above it is going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of that 375, 374 area. So let's check something out. Here's the market with the after-hours activity, and guess what? Amazon reported their earnings. They're getting a nice, healthy haircut to the downside. Apple's getting a bit of a haircut. Therefore, they're taking everything down with it. The major market is down, coming to run a test of that area. Now, they did it in the aftermarket, so a lot is going to depend on how the market reacts to this area on Friday morning. Do they get a bounce off this area? Do they get a bounce overnight? Do they get a bounce before the market opens tomorrow? Or do they open below this area, which opens up a different can of worms? And as we speak, look at the bounce the market's getting away from this area in real time as I make the video. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon. You can see what's going on. It's a rodeo coming right back in. We're not going to concern ourselves with the aftermarket activity right now. We'll see what happens early in the morning. Let's get back to business. What happens if they start getting below? You wake up in the morning, they're killing the tape, and they're long gone from 375, 374 area. What's the next spot that they would be heading to? Well, I'll give you the next big time spot. Get out your sticky notes. There's going to be a lot of stuff from an intraday perspective in between, but write this one down. 366, likely a spike of it. That would be the next major area if they open the floodgates under, let's say, 374. 368 is a big spot too. Write that one down, put it on the same sticky note. Checking back in with the rodeo formation, and I found the culprit. What we had was Apple came out with their earnings. They always come out late. They come out about 4.30. Now they're killing Apple. So they're killing Amazon they're killing Apple. Here's an Amazon chart just so we can see what's going on. So we've got Amazon down about 24%. We've got Apple down about 8, 
almost maybe 9% as I talk, it's going lower. All right, so we know the drill. It's all going to be that area, that zone. It's not a specific number as much as it is. They have to close either around it or above 375.45. Start pushing down below it. Start getting away from it in the southern direction. That's going to open the door for 368, 366, and a few other numbers in between, which inside the number members will have on a real-time basis. One more check-in at the rodeo, and you can see they're fighting this specific price. Why is that? Or I should say a zone. Why is that? Because this is the last major area that the market broke out from, and therefore they're coming back to run the test. We talk about this stuff all the time. Here it is in real time, in living color. Maybe somewhat of a little special situation going on here. However, that's basically what we have in the SPY. If they open up above 375.45 and they start pushing higher tomorrow for some reason, somehow, whether it's early, whether it's late, it doesn't matter. But then what you have to start thinking about is, once again, was this just another pullback in a sequence of pullbacks? And what happens is they need an excuse to make it happen. So they pull back, and it's generally on a piece of news. They use it as the catalyst. But all they're doing is running a test until proven otherwise. Let's now check out what's going on inside the numbers. We'll circle back to Stocks on the Move. And yes, we were a trader of Facebook this morning after it got taken out behind the woodshed. Today, tomorrow is Amazon and Apple. They all got, and this is a trading term from the trading parlots, they all got smoked. Happy Thursday, rather quiet overnight session. Let's start with the likely pivot. Unless they trade away by the open, we're going to use 381.65 as the early pivot. Zero, dark 30. Let's see how that one panned out. Not bad for a rookie. This is a five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity, 381.65 is the number horizontally running across the screen. They opened up here. The opening print was 383. They came down to spike it, immediately turned back around, had a rocket ride in the other direction. The morning pivot, the morning trade. Above is the bull case for a push to 383.25 and then... 384.60 if they can get going. 383.25 first. 385 is the middle line. 384.60 is the upper line. They hit it, they spiked it, and they retreated all the way back down. It pays to know your numbers. Below the pivot, and that's 381.65, and the door opens for a test of 379.65. Look to the right. There you have it. Low of the afternoon over here before the closing bell was 379.58. This candle, 379.53. And then they had a nice bounce slash mini rocket ride away from 379.65. These important numbers, more often than not, will produce a reaction in the other direction. What does that mean? If you're short resistance, you're going to get a reactionary scalp quality type of trade. If you're buying the market at an important number underneath current price, which is also known as support, 
you will get a reaction back up in the northern direction. All this holds true as long as what? Yeah, as long as your numbers are correct. We're moving along. We had some phony GDP data released today. They didn't really do much around it, so we'll just ignore that. 921, again, before the opening bell. 384.60 is important, magnetic, and overhead resistance. They almost got there already, meaning in the pre-market, above opens the door for a spike of 386. They didn't do that. Closing candles above 384 is the clue. That's important. That was another type of pivot. The pivot could have been 384 had they been up there during the morning session. But when they tried to get there, it tells us something else. It tells us it's important. We'll call it the bull pivot, I like to say. 384, 60, 934, 384.60 is overhead resistance. If they get there in a hurry and soon, it's a viable short attempt for a scalp with potential. 384.60. Nice rip on tech and meta. We'll get back to that later. You get the point. I'm not going to bore you with reading you the notes. Here's what happens. If you're interested, you will pause the video. You will read the notes. You will learn stuff that's in the notes. You will go back to the charts to double check what happened at the numbers that we put in the notes. And after that, when you realize that this is information that you can utilize to your advantage during the trading day, if you're active in the market, you will come over and you will give it a try inside the numbers. There is a lot of hard work going on each and every day to make this happen. A lot of work goes into figuring out where the numbers are. That's why I'm up at zero dark 30. I have to lay the whole day out, all the possibilities before the bell even rings. Otherwise, you just can't make it happen. Otherwise, you end up getting surprised. Otherwise, you could end up with a pie in the face. Stocks on the move. We're going to take a look at Meta, STM, Tech, SWK, even though it says they jumped the target, they did, but we're going to look at it anyway. The other three below are off the board. They didn't hit their entry objectives, therefore they become no trades. We'll start with STM. This one didn't count. They did the thing at the end of the day. That's not what we're looking for. We wanted the one early in the day when they come down initially. They missed it. They bounced up. That's the trade you want. Doesn't count after that. T-E-C-K, 34.11, 33.29. They ripped through the first, bounced below the second, right back above the first. Nice rocket ride. You can see what happened after the fact. They did find support at the first place, just above 34. That was a nice trade in the room, inside the number members, all around. Nice, quick rocket ride. This is one of those, the manner in which they kind of did a little bit of a screw job. Opening print, 72.43. You see my numbers here. You see what happened. They just dip below it before the bell. They opened the thing and they just ripped them up like a bat out of hell. The numbers work. That's the takeaway. Now we get to Facebook, Meta, whatever you want to call yourself. 97.95 was the number. How do you do that when they closed yesterday at 129.78? You nail it by pennies. The low of day was 97.36, at least in the morning. They might have gotten below that in the afternoon. They did. Well, they came down to retest it. Spiked it, came right back up to where? 97.95, finishing at 98 even. 
Kind of funny how that works, but here's the deal. If you bought the thing, what happened? They made a high in the morning session of 102.49. That's a nice rip, give or take. That's about four and a half bucks maximum profit on the trade. Most folks aren't holding that long the entire position, but for example, like Jordan in the room and others, take profit along the way, you turn it into a risk-free, emotionless trade, and you're able to ride the thing as high as you can by trailing the stop behind it. The market will take you out at some point, but you never know which ones are going to give you the rocket ride. Everybody wanted to trade Meta today. We had the numbers. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, they tried to get above or at least run a test of yesterday's high. They were positive, another positive divergence most of the day today. They finished basically on the flat line. And maybe they get pulled down tomorrow with the other stuff. Maybe there's a rescue operation in the morning. We don't know. What we do know is that they're in a slightly different position, which we have to take note of. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. They're in a different position than the S&P. How's that? The S&P is already in a pullback formation. They run up, and they're pulling back. That's normal garden variety market stuff. But the IWM is just basically at an inside day to yesterday's candle. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Hanging around the 100-period moving average, There is some kind of froth going on, and froth is probably not the correct term, but there's a positive divergence when you look at the IWM over the last couple of days against the S&P. So from a visual perspective, the IWM is in a slightly better position. It's my favorite market-leading indicator. You have to take note. It's a puzzle piece. It's on the table. By the way, before we move on, I want to circle back to something. Remember yesterday. On-time situation, sign or signal of a trend change, down day today, down more in the after hours to run a test of the last breakout area. That's the design of what I teach. It doesn't always work out perfectly. It doesn't always work out every time. We know all that. But look what happened. Think about yesterday's video. Go back and watch it. What did we say? They love to come back and run these tests. They do it all the time. All they need is a little nudge sometimes, a little type of excuse. What about the folks down at the transportation department? What's going on over here? Well, another day where they tried to get above the 100 period moving average, couldn't do it. You see today's high is 13.61679. Yesterday's high, 13.611. So they spiked it by a couple of ticks and then they fell away. But again, similar to the IWM, this is my second favorite market leading indicator, a number one canary in the coal mine, different position than the SPY, could be telling us that the S&P is in a pullback formation, another leg higher coming, until proven otherwise. They start getting below and closing below all that stuff we talked about earlier, and we come back tomorrow night, or we come back Monday, and they're below all that stuff, then we have a different situation. You need to know where that important place is that brings more bears out of the woodwork or brings the rescue operation crew out of the woodwork. We have the numbers. Nothing new to report down at the transportation department. Q people should be in ugly formation tomorrow with Amazon and Apple. So they closed at 272.87. 
They're trading in the after hours as I make this video at 269 and a half, give or take. So they should be getting hit a little more. I'll bring your attention to something important. They like to run tests of stuff. Well, what kind of stuff do we have around here? Well, how about the last breakup candle in the sequence? The low is 266.82. There's a chart with the after hours activity and you can see what happened. They ran a test of the most recent or last breakup candle low in the sequence. Any accidents or coincidences? I think not. They do the same crap over and over and over again. That's why we teach it all in here. And then what we do is go back and show you that they just did the same stuff that we tell you that they're gonna do all the time. How do you like them freaking apples? Getting below that tomorrow, again, the number is 266.82. That's gonna open the door for more downside stuff. Put it on a sticky note, 263.40 would be an important spot. Put that on the sticky. No real change from a smash mouth perspective. They're doing the bearish wedgish thing. And again, a day up, a day down, you don't know anything until they either break out above and wipe this pattern off the table or break down, which is what this pattern says they're eventually going to do. It's just a matter of when and from where. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not even possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.